Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV Podcast 409's After Show. We're going to come back a little quicker, but Terry had a uh, little chocolate mouth going. Just He was chewing on something, a little snack. That's not a euphemism or anything <laughs> either. It's a little Milky Way. I, I wasn't going to share the brand. I, I, you know, they, I, they I, don't hey, sponsor I'll take, us. I'll take, uh, I'll take a sponsorship. Um, <laughs> I... Normally, I'm not snacking, especially on no, sweets this late, but no, you don't. it was rarely. a very, I love my life. It I was mean, a I've, very I've hectic day to day. I've got some chocolate peanut butter mix if you want some, Terry. Ooh, I do. It's, pr- it's it pretty me. tasty. This is what I snack on during the broadcasts. <laughs> so I usually have it here because the broadcasts run. Now that we're at Midwest, it's a little bit. The timing is a little bit better. You know, we usually get done with our FPO round about one thirty to 2, so not too bad for lunch. Um, but when we're on the east or the west coast, everything kind of gets pushed into funny timing. So I usually have a little snack available to me so I can munch on it while I'm uh, directing cameras. I'm sure they love it as they hear me probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ready one? <laughs> I, I certainly don't have that issue. This, this weekend, I went back to one of my... I don't want to say plays. That's not it. Uh, not agenda strategies. In that, um, I would I would simply fast from the night before, and then we're up for me relatively early, and then I intentionally do not have anything before the FPO round starts. Then we all stand down for forty five minutes to an hour, where typically you would get something to eat for lunch, but I skip that, and then don't have anything to eat until after MPO. So it's it's a full. Sometimes 18 to 20 hour fast, and it just makes it super easy because then you're not, I'm not thinking about, oh man, that didn't sit well or, or just any of those types of things. And so it's just easier if I just decide, and then I'm not, my, my stomach's not trying to process anything come the afternoon round and I'm not getting extra tired or anything of that nature. That was the route I went this weekend. And, uh, it's the one thing that I do. (laughs) On the other side, though, is being in the booth, I want to make sure that I'm as hydrated as possible. The downside that to that is I have a very, very small bladder. Yeah. And yes. it's, it's <laughs> incredible to watch Nate or Val not use the restroom once in a four-hour broadcast, and I do. This guy. Three or four or five times sometimes. Yeah. And that's if, because I'm drinking an insane amount of water, mm-hmm. but... It, yeah, I, we we handle it very differently. I, I get a little bit jealous because I will sit usually with a cup, kind of like this size, you know, is the size of almost the size of height of my hand. Now, what size? Like a little bigger than a pint glass. I was gonna say it's probably a sixteen or maybe Six, sixteen ounce. I yeah. f- I fill that with water, and I drink it during the broadcast. Everybody else in the in the control room at one point says, "Uh, uh, replay ten one." 10-1 is the code for I'm getting up to leave for a couple seconds to go to the bathroom. Rather than saying, I'm going to go use the restroom. They just say 10-1. Tosi started it, I believe. 
I'm the one guy that can't do that. <laughs> There's not a single moment when I can step away from my computer um, because our, our usually our commercials, if they're longer, two to three minutes, we're doing picture in picture. Other than that, we get one minute breaks. Mm. And there are times that I get to like hole 16 and my <laughs> eyes start to cross. <laughs> and I'm just like, I got to get through two more holes. And then we go to the after show where we always have the three minute ad break between the end of the, the last putt and the after show, we'll call it the OTB. And that's when I get my bathroom break. But it's a little bit nerve wracking when I watch you like stand up. You're commentating as you stand up like we'll be right back after these commercials and you bolt. Yeah, I run. <laughs> you literally run I mute my headset and I run and you, off to the rest. And then you and then you come back usually in time. But if not, you might hear, you know, Nate or Val pick up where you left off as you kind of get in just a couple seconds late. And I just think like that son of a like you have the smallest like you're three times you went to the bathroom. I don't get to go once, Miller. I don't yeah. get to go you once. You have the advantage though. You're here alone in this in this I am. studio. So if you had to get creative, you could. I I, I could get creative. Could. I have never done it, but if I could get if I if I needed to get creative, I definitely could. All right, I'm going to read a few things off the board quickly. Alan had asked, "Is uh, Cadence? I almost called her the wrong name again. Is Cadence?" Burge, the youngest FA1 Am Worlds winner. She's 15. Gotta think that she has to would, that conversation at so. least has to be had, or that that is a a maybe a fair guess or assessment. I think back to, uh probably. I, I was gonna say maybe a Valerie Mundahano. She won six years ago. How old is she now? Yeah, six years ago, she won. Uh, she won juniors under nineteen, but she might have only been like fifteen or sixteen when she did it. Um, that's that's a good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess without doing any research. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that that's that's quite possible. Uh, Darren says, I got my first open win this weekend at a fundraiser tournament, not sanctioned, won a playoff after one hole. Congratulations, Darren. Darren. Congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, video on YouTube or didn't happen though? <laughs> yeah, who's covering that? Uh, yeah. And how many people are in the fundraiser? You and one other? That's it? Just <laughs> two of you? No. Seriously though, congratulations. Um, Galactic Conqueror says, I'm still high off my Golden State Warrior dubs 2022 NBA champs. Mm. Just got my victory t-shirt in the mail today. Meh. That sounds good. Sure. I'm happy. We'll go for it. I'm happy for the people. Uh, Terry, how difficult is it for you to keep track of the YouTube chat while doing live commentary? <laughs> Do you use PEDs? I am going to say, personally, I feel like I'm good with it. If it legitimately distracted from what I was doing as a commentator in, in, in a truly impactful way where I felt like it genuinely distracted me, I would, I would obviously, I'd quit doing it. I think there's a, the, one of the reasons why I'm capable of doing it with any amount of fluidity. You're or, stealing information. Um, is, is, people. Uh, is largely because that was, something that I did from our early stages. Mm -hmm. It was something that happened. And of course, every Tuesday night, in a sense, I'm, st I'm still doing that. So 
to kind of keep a wandering eye loosely on the chat, of course, depending on what's going on, how fast it's moving. Clearly, there's things I miss. I think there was something really good in one of the chats recently that I had totally missed uh, one of the weekends. But I personally, it's funny to me (laughs) how many people take note of it and think that it's um, like a, a special power. I don't know. I guess it's just what I know. Um, but I would be the first to admit if I felt like it really hurt what I was doing on air, I would stop it immediately. I mean, I want the broadcast to be as good as possible. And that chat is secondary. But as Johnny just said, part of the reason why I used to pay so much attention to it is because when we had a much smaller crew and a lot more difficulties, it was great when somebody could be like, Oh, Hey, you're back from commercial, but you're muted or, you know, such and such is happening. And you guys really acted as our immediate reaction soundboard feedback board. And sometimes it was very useful. Now, if you come on there and say, oh, Terry's still on here. He still sucks. <laughs> okay, well, that's... You're that, not, that, you're not, he's not wrong. Yeah, then but. Not, but nothing's changing as a result <laughs> of that. But if you go on there and say, hey, we're, we're hearing a hot mic somewhere... Those are great pieces of feedback that I like to know and I always did know, and you guys were crucial to that. So um, I just feel like I have a trained eye for that in some and, regard. And I, I know I'm biased. I do think you are the best play-by-play that we have. Um, Thanks. With, with Charlie Eisenhower, a very close second. Eh, no, 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 no. Um, I just like Charlie's voice, his... his cadence is very good uh i i love that you have particularly um the most disc golf knowledge of any of our commentators as far as you know as i always joke you know there was a few times mo in the (laughs) in the broadcast room this weekend was like how the did he know that like what really he because you were uh, at one point we were talking about the am world's winners and they were going through the women and the men mm-hmm. and you were just rattling off names and he's like i how does he know i'm like well a he just did am us am nats but terry knows all these whatever and i was like oh my god this guy he's just he's <laughs> he's just a savant for or something dumb but that's not what i'm or really dumb yeah that's not that's not what i really this weekend i felt that nate doss was as good as I've ever heard him. And I know Nate's gotten his fair share of uh, uh, doubters and whatever. We've all said, as we all have commentators are are a dime a dozen and everyone has their preference. I listened to a lot of the things that Nate had said, and I really enjoyed his commentary this particular weekend more so than I have even in other weekends. And I've said for the last couple months, he's been, he's getting very good. Um, I really did enjoy what he did this weekend. So shout out to Nate Doss for doing a great job. Yeah. And uh, I'll elaborate on that just for a moment in the fact that like a golfer or like any other skill set that people have, we haven't been together in a month. You know, there was largely the West Coast swing, the Portland open Beaver state fling masters cup. So beforehand, like Bradley Williams, you guys went out and practiced, and like- yeah, yeah, we 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 uh, we we got our mic positioning just right, and really worked through all that. No, and and th- of course, there's an there's an element of of rust, even if you're prepped and ready to go, and you feel like you know you know the course, you know the people, blah blah blah. You had the press conference. There's still an element of getting back in the swing of things, and just you know, Ian and Philo largely have been your commentators. F- for the large part of the last month and 
just stepping back into that role. There's a, there's a few things that you're just knocking some rust off, you know, and whether they're obvious or not to the viewers, hopefully they're not, but internally there still are a few things uh, that you're, you're trying to always fix and adjust and, and dial in and perfect. And we talked about that, you know, we hadn't worked together in, in a month. So it was good to be back out there. As always, I have an incredibly good time. I'm I'm blessed that when we're done with the broadcast each day, there's, you know, we're social. We, you know, almost always have then dinners together. Sometimes we play games. I learned how to play Monopoly Go, the card game. This oh, my weekend. son loves that game. Yeah, it was. Uh, so we did a little bit of that. You know, they're always working on a hundred other things. People have no idea just how busy they are, you know, in addition to the commentating because they're running a successful uh, brewery. And um, and then they're like very social and active people outside of uh, all of those other things. So uh, it it was Another great weekend in Bend, and I, I'm blessed to have it. Uh, Brian said, oh, uh, by the way, somebody, I, one of the comments that came in on, on, on YouTube this weekend was something to the effect of uh, some guy hating me. Um, you're so dramatic. You're watching like one of the biggest birdie fests on the final day of this incredibly birdieable course. And, and to be fair, I don't feel like I ever manufacture excitement. I may think of an extra dramatic like scenario angle. or yeah. angle. I never manufacture excitement because if I, I, I just can't fake excitement. I just thought, really? I'm so dramatic. I mean, isn't that what this championship Sunday with a highly contested race and this incredible battle taking place? Uh, as always, to each their own. If you don't like me, I don't care. Hit mute. Or as one guy who's Where's says, your mute button? Hold on. One guy who, <laughs> who did come at me with something uh, additionally dickish, more than normal. I said, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I hear you. I'm totally all about you. Just do me a favor and just hit that Alt F4 button uh, buttons on your on your keyboard. You'll be just fine. And uh, well, unfortunately, that was the end of it. So um, reading the comments, somebody had asked about uh, doing more than the Great Dane and eating cheese curds. What else do we recommend? Um for Madison, um, there's a lot of really good live music venues in Madison, small and large. I don't know particularly who's playing this weekend in Madison, if any. Uh, I, I know tonight, uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Bare Naked Ladies, and somebody else were playing in the Madison area. So oh, nice. That's your jam, by, by all means. I don't know who else. A lot of these bands are coming from Summerfest, mm -hmm. which is in Milwaukee. So if you want to have visit... If you have a day off and you want to come to one of the largest music festivals in the world, drive an hour to Milwaukee and come check it out. But if you're dead, dead set on staying in Madison, uh, live concert venues, there's the uh, the two lakes, Lake Mendota and Lake Monona, I believe, right in the center of town. Beautiful walking around there, the, the downtown area. Um, go check out UW's campus. It's very, it's a very beautiful campus. Uh, it kind of encompasses a lot of the Madison area. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, a couple of breweries. Ale Asylum yeah, is one yeah, that Ale jumps Asylum. out. New Glarus isn't that far. New Glarus uh, that has Spotted Cow. New Glarus is 
I feel like one of the larger, um, you know, breweries that people will talk about anytime they visit or are part of Wisconsin. So New Glarus is not that far away. And then, you know, kind of as Holly was alluding to with both uh, the Zobel course, also with Wilderness, a couple of great courses to play. There's a number of other courses. Some are in play for the tournament, some aren't. Uh, but you can certainly find your way to a few of the other disc golf courses around here as well. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of activity if you're into mountain biking. Uh, that's also an option. And then as Bradley was talking about, you're not that far from Devil's Lake and or Wisconsin Dells, two other uh, attractions and and uh, very touristy, but yet worthwhile things yeah. to go do. And if, even if you're not into the uh, water park version of Wisconsin Dells, it's a, a quote unquote tourist trap. Oh, for There's sure. uh, Tommy Bartlett's ski show ski show i don't actually know magic they, shows i don't know if they do the ski show anymore or not but there there is the uh uh the, the, the i think it's the tommy bartlett science thing go for a duck ride the, these, ride the, the ducks these old like 50s ducks that are you know land in water um somewhere i've got a certificate from when i was a child that says i'm an official duck Duckhead? No, I'm I like, call you a duckhead every day. <laughs> well, I, I've got, I've got a, a license. I've got a license to drive the ducks. Apparently, from when <laughs> yeah, I was a child. Um, <laughs> but it just it's it's a really great place for families in general, the Madison area. So go ch- go check it out. Plenty of things. Uh, you guys are discussing and arguing back and forth about the playoffs. We'll let you have that argument. You ever have anything positive to say? No, he does not. If you're talking about disc blaster. Um, Smash, but yeah, I got all that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> nice shirt. Thanks, Carolina. I appreciate that. A little, uh, little flowers on it. Uh, I showed up today and somebody said that exact thing as I showed up uh, to the course. It was great seeing Paige at one point during round one this weekend. She's like, Terry, where are you? <laughs> I, clearly, she didn't get the memo that I was in the booth. Uh, but it was funny because I hadn't seen her for a few weeks. And uh, so it was great to actually finally see her. And she's all ready to go for this weekend. And she'll be at the Celebrity uh, Skins, as we talked about. Uh, Nate has emerged as a top commentator. He has grown a lot in the area. Uh, he's a pretty smart guy, though. Yeah, and, and I've said this before. Nate also is getting, I think he's getting more excited and more locked in week after week when we are doing it he 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 loves doing it and um you can love or hate any of us in our styles but he loves doing it and i think as johnny said um not that i had complaints but i think he's also getting better i mean we're all honing our craft my favorite is end goal to that some of the people that you know one, one of their complaints about nate is like how dramatic and excited he gets um like almost like hey manufacturing um He's not manufacturing it. I see him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I see him in during commercials. I see him when players miss putts. I see him like he he lives his disc golf through these people. And maybe, maybe you don't like that. Maybe you do. But I see him get frustrated. I see him like throw his hands up. I see him stand up and, you know, he, he'll cross his arms and he just has this look like, why would you do that? Why would you make that play? And I think only <laughs> thankfully, I think only the 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 smart things he says comes out because i do believe sometimes he would he would like to remote a player or two you know but he doesn't he 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 goes forth with the proper way to do it but i do see what he is going through on the course and or in the booth from the people on the course and none of it's manufactured my friends no he's he's he he lives and dies through this uh, through these events, just like uh, a lot of the players and i'd be remiss to not say this yet again um <laughs> 
he doesn't have a favorite. He doesn't. And maybe a testament to that is one weekend you hear people on the board screaming, oh, my God, he's got so much favoritism for person X. Literally the next weekend. Why does he hate person X so much? (laughs) Like, and and to me, that uh, in a sense proves like he's he's just calling the shots. He does not wake up. I'm going to almost go as far as using the phrase. He doesn't care. He wants to see the best golf by the best players. And he has no affiliation to a sponsor, whether that's Discraft or anyone else. He has no affiliation in the sense that like I'm pulling for blank because they play for Discraft. He just doesn't operate that way. And and there's a lot of people that really read into it. And I cannot stress enough how much he doesn't care. He wants the best golf and the best golfers and the best conditions and it to play out to provide the most competitive, most compelling experience, whoever that is. Because let's face it, let's like really look at it. Every single one of our golfers there is, of course, a unique storyline to them. And so if Albert Tom wins one weekend, that is an incredible storyline. And if Calvin Heinberg or Kyle or Kyle Klein or or Bradley Williams or Paul McBeth, there's a storyline to every single one of those players. And our job is to develop, engage, bring out, discuss that storyline. And it's it's. It's not personal. It is so not personal. And I wish I wish people would believe me and understand that because we've had these talks and I know Nate very well. And and I would say obviously the same of myself. You know, a lot of people think I'm just a homer for so and so. I feel the same way. I, I want the best golf. Uh I would like to talk about the DGPT interviews for the preserve event. Having a soft backdrop pulsating back and forth in the wind outside was absolutely in caps, nauseating. Uh, let me just quickly. Uh, I'm sorry you felt that way. Uh, I will just say, I didn't even notice. No, I didn't. I didn't either. So I, that's I, interesting. And I'm not dismissing you. I'm just saying I paid attention to every single interview. I had no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I, I understand what you're explaining. I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, I you didn't I, either. I didn't notice it particularly. Um, the only thing I noticed was during our interview with Bradley. Um, we had the Kevin Jones concert behind him. Yeah, that uh, wasn't my favorite. No, it, it was unfortunate because I I talked to the cameraman and we did a quick sound test and we were like, hey, um, yep, it sounds good. I can hear you out of both mics. Good. We're good to go. Um, I said, just make sure Bradley eats the mic because they've got the music in the background. So if he's right in front of the mic, it's going to it's going to pick up his voice better and maybe drown out a little bit of the background. Unfortunately, the interview, I think, stood to the side. So Bradley turned almost like not quite 90 degrees, but like 85 degrees and wasn't speaking directly into the mic. And so I think that didn't help the situation. I could still hear him. Yeah. But you could definitely hear the Kevin Jones concert behind him. Yeah. Um, so that made it a little bit difficult, unfortunately, for his for his his post round interview. Uh, it, it, you know, it. It's they tough. wanted to get partying, and unfortunately, it was it was to to start immediately after those those That's final right. putts on Saturday. And um, something one of the FPO players said, "Oh, you missed you missed Kevin playing your song," and they shout <laughs> out, "You get Kevin's Kevin's 
officially immortalized a, a song after a particular saying I must have said at one time or another. <laughs> and uh, there's an official song out there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to hear that in person someday. Um, Galactic says, I remember seeing Nate at Dela when he was still a relatively young pup. I would have never imagined he could accomplish what he has. That's very true. Uh, Terry and Nate sound good together. Professional. So is Charlie. Thanks. Uh, is there a podcast that comes on right after the last round on Sunday to cover the highlights? Uh, not, not that I know of. Not directly after. Uh, I know the Pro Tour has yeah, talked. It's called Tuesday Night Smashbox. What are you yeah, talking about? That's, just, that's the best one. And why would you go anywhere else? Uh, there's been talks about doing like a post game show. The problem is a couple fold. One, the control room doesn't want to deal with that. I'm not going to lie. We, yeah, we, burn, we, we've, we've, burnout's real. Yeah, we've just spent two four-hour rounds. The last thing we want to do is sit and listen to people. Even the, o, you know, God bless OTB for their after show stuff. I don't even want to sit through that, for the love of God. When that last putt drops, my brain goes, cool, let's wrap this up. I got food to eat and people to hang out with and children to talk to and whatever. Like, I just want to be done. So, um, none of us particularly will want to run an after show. Now they could get another crew to come in and log in and do all of that. Maybe a half hour after the thing ends, uh, that could happen. Um, anybody could do one, you know, you, you, you know, Terry could do it. I could sit suddenly, I could just turn on this camera and start talking about the, the golf again. Um, I don't plan on doing that. <laughs> it's, uh, but as far as I know, I know that Alta world does like a, a live wrap-up show in their discord where they talk about stuff but that podcast usually comes out the next day and i think you need to be an ultra world supporter in order to get in in mm. on that so it's not free uh yeah i i, I don't know there, there's as of right now there's nothing and maybe that's a space that's open for you know for that that immediate like uh reaction to whatever that after show that's that literally starts maybe a half hour after the event ends but I'll yeah and and I'll, I'll go ahead and piggyback on that and say there's definitely the chance and i'll always continue to lob it out there there's the chance that during some events on some weekends depending on my travel schedule uh of some kind of nightly recap and i'll admit as much as i may love doing it on on thursday night or in this case friday night and saturday night man sunday night it it can be really tough to like gear up, even if I am at a hotel and not flying out till the next day. Excuse me. After taking in the action and and being out there uh, on a Sunday night, I feel like I would be qualified to host something of that nature. But it's a matter of like, as Johnny just said, you're running on fumes at that point by the end of the weekend. But and, yeah, and Matt says, yeah, but most of us want more. We're hyped up after a round and then nothing. After a big game, he usually goes to Sports Center to watch commentary about the game that just finished. I get it. Because, sure. you know, a lot of people will do that with football or whatever. And I think the, the best way to get something like that is the internets. Go, go to, I can't believe this is, go to Reddit. Ugh. Um, go, to, go to whatever, disc, find a Discord and, and, and chat. You know, come up with a group of friends that, that you know are watching, some golfers and and chat about it C- create like a group chat where you can sit and because it's I'm, i feel you because for many years i did the same thing after an event ended the first thing i did was go online and kind of see a how did people enjoy the broadcast what are people saying what did we miss things like that i don't do that nearly as much anymore um 
because I feel like the product is at a, at a point where nobody talks about the broadcast anymore. People talk about the play, which is what we want. You don't want to, you don't want to, you know, unless something obvious happens or you always get the, there's like three or four people out there that just, no matter what you do, they're going to hate it. Um, I, I agree though. There, there could be, I think that is definitely an open space. And I, I know the pro tour at some point will probably want to fill it, but right now set up a little studio Get, a, get yourself a webcam and become yeah, that. Yeah, be, I want to tune into the Disc Blaster be, after, be, after show. God, become that show. Be, become that show, you know. See, you, you can always uh, maybe take, I don't know how legal this is, but I'm going to say it, take clips from the broadcast if you can while you're watching. You know, just record little clips and, and play them or just sit and talk about it. Bring up the PDGA page with the scores. Terry's done that before. And just chat about it have if you maybe you've got some good takes maybe you're not interested in that and you want someone else to do that <laughs> which is a, which is a fair which which is completely fair um but i think it's a definitely an open space yeah and i see matt just uh, right and say like player interviews about what just happened some of that's just so tough oh, because players, a lot of yeah. these players uh also gassed or exhausted or you know shot shot three under and they needed really to shoot more like a 13 under and and your champions or your top performers maybe want to go celebrate or they're going to the next Kevin Jones, you know, rage, uh, rave or whatever. Um, and, and, and these are not to be dismissive of all the ideas. We we hear you. It's just logistically and practically there's there's more challenges to it. And I, I think about when some of our players are either camping or staying in a given area and then maybe you have one or two or three qualified people that could go do this. They might be, what if, if they're staying 20 minutes away, that's the last thing a player feels like doing is, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I just, I just got done competing. It's Sunday night. I, I'd love to drive 20 minutes over to your hotel to then have uh, one of these shows again. I, it's not a crazy idea and I, we're not saying it can't happen. No, I think I, it's a, I'm just explaining think, some of the logistical I, challenges that are real, uh, that are real, that are real, that are real, 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 um, I have said for a long time, and I, I clearly I can't do it myself because I'm have a different aspect. I would love to have a spot for players after they come off the course. You pick one player from each card and you sit down and have a five minute interview with them. Well, until the next one. And it doesn't matter how they finish. You know, just hey, guess what? On card seven, you know, maybe you start with like the 10th card or something. And oh, we're going to pick. Gannon Burr off of this card and we're going to sit and chat with him or Alden Harris and just, Hey, how, how'd your round go? What could have gone better? Where were your mistakes? And just stack those and then have those for, you know, you can release those or talk about those in like an after show like that sure. um, to get that type of, of feedback that you're looking for. Um, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily know if it would work with the winner because we already do the on, the on the spot interview and then they go and do the, the quick, you know, the, the, the three to four minute interview in the tent and move on. But you could definitely talk with second place. I don't think we talk, I, I personally don't think we talk with second place nearly enough. You know, it, it and, you know, does Ricky want to talk about losing? Maybe not, yeah. but there's they're athletes and they kind of have to at some point. Oh, did I tease you guys? I've got so, Ricky info. Yeah, okay. <gasps> I, I can't share that. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, question so, from Displaster. So cool. Can we get a status update on Elaine King commentary? Is she done yet? No, she's not. No, she's uh, I believe keep... the Pro Tour made a very specific post. 
which I'm sure you saw and you just like to troll, but I uh, made a very specific post um, saying that she is going to continue to do everything that she was scheduled to do. Um, I don't have it in front of me. What those actually, event, but the Pro Tour also put out a post uh, announcing essentially the uh, roles and media teams throughout the rest of the year. They made that post a week or two ago, and it's not in front of me, but I'm sure it's on the Pro Tour page. Uh, they made that very specific I post. I believe Elaine's next job is uh, European Open. Sounds about right. Yep. yep. Um, and then Great Lakes. And then Worlds. Okay. All right. I'm going to read a few more things here. Uh, that's just tentative, but that's kind of Galactic, yeah. It goes on to say that DB is a DB. Yep. Gotcha. I bet Terry could get lots of super chats going during live stream after rounds. I've always donated. Well, I appreciate that, Ray. And um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes bribing, work, bribing works me. <laughs> it does work for me. <laughs> Terry is too lazy to do the live streams. You you nailed it, Disc Blaster. You know me so well because most people, when they think about me, they're like, yeah, that guy's just lazy. Um, I caught one of his post round shows and it was good. Thank you, Sue. Why haven't we blocked Disc Blaster? Uh, to his credit, we say it every week. He rides that thin line of being like a troll and an asshat and a D-bag, but rides the thin line just thin enough or just, just well enough he, that he, he... He's not insulting. He's, he's literally like one post, one single post <laughs> away on every night from just getting banned. Uh, and then he'll have to log into one of his other accounts. But like every night, he's like one one wrong post away from getting banned. And to his credit, much of a... Jackass as he can be, to his credit, he finds a way to ride that line usually uh, every week. So it, but if I was a betting man, which I am, the ban hammer is going to come. It's just a matter of when. As liberal as we've been with it, I noticed more times of no commentary and letting the golf happen. Appreciated the silence, but like the Terry and Nate combo in the booth. Thank you, Eric. We all said it, you know, we try and treat sometimes uh, silence like it's the third commentator. And I would like to think that Nate and I specifically together, uh, we we very much concentrate on the idea of letting sometimes letting just the play play and uh, sitting back and enjoying the the silence in the moment when warranted. I know Mo's not used to that because every once in a while Mo's like, like they're live. Are their mics on? (laughs) Because... It's not unheard of that maybe you mute the mics during a commercial to say something or to talk to Nate about whatever planning you're doing. And sometimes maybe the mics will forget to get unmuted and you'll be like, and we'll, and someone will tell you mics are muted. And you're like, oh yeah. And then you have to restart your thought. Nobody knows the better. They just think it's silence, which is fine. But, but uh, often we but also often it is just, just silence. Yes. Uh, it's so funny. Sue, as long as I've been in the game, it's, uh, it's, it's really funny to think of WCs as a, as a, an abbreviation for world championships. Uh, but I, presuming that's what you're asking, Nate has three of them. Nate Doss has three world titles, which is more than most people ever even realize oh, or I, think about. I took WC as water closet. Like, how many bathrooms does he have? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely it. Um, I'm not joking. <laughs> that's what i thought because we talked about we you talking run- about bathrooms Cause, earlier yeah because we were talking no, about who running- in the who this side of the pond i have no uses clue. the term water closet and I, nobody i don't know you have to go to finland 
or some other country. Uh, Nobody here you, uses Europe, water. Clo- Europe in general. I yeah, think, that, but, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody in the U.S. I, and when I it that. says Sue in Raleigh, I'm guessing she's not she's meaning in, Raleigh, Finland. So, probably not. So WCs. And I understand that. That's but so when funny. I saw that, that is what I thought. <laughs> I, I'm not going to okay. lie. I'm okay. not going to lie. Hey. hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, person X is always up to something. Okay, I noticed more times. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Uh, if no one is trashing, I'm not the one. Blah blah blah. I don't care. Uh, Nate's got three. Yes, we talked about that. I was there for all three, especially being his first in in uh, Pennsylvania. That was that was pretty incredible. And he was like 19, and then like went and worked his IT job the next week um, because he was not a full time disc golfer. So pretty incredible. Um, do, 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 uh, but most of us want more. Yep, got that. All right, uh, let's Johnny. Talk- let's work on our uh, on our. I was gonna just about to say. Let's talk about Patreon.com/slash/SmashboxTV. If you'd like to be eligible for our giveaways, um, to be automatically entered into a weekly giveaway, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/SmashboxTV. You can support us at any level. There's a lot of different options. The bigger, the better, is what we always say. But you know, we understand. So what do I keep doing with the stomach? T- time times are tough right now, and you know, for some people. So I I understand if it's only a dollar a month for like the next couple months. But you know, once inflation goes down, we are expecting everybody to increase that Patreon. I, I, but you know, well, I'm t- I'm keeping track right now. Just you know, but just note you're on my naughty list. No, mm-hmm. no, just kidding. For a dollar a month, you are uh, eligible to uh, you know get our weekly giveaway. Usually, it's a disc. It's almost always a disc. Sometimes it's the disc member box, uh, which will have up to, you know, $40 worth of value in it for $25. Uh, this week, it's going to be something that's uh, going to be a, a, some disc of some sort. We'll figure something out. We talked about maybe something from the Pro-Am, maybe something from USWDGC. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get something worked out for you, certainly. Um, we have 185 people eligible, so it went up. Somebody, some people listened last week and went to smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways and entered in. We had like five people enter in last last week. So it wasn't just <laughs> Robert and uh, normally it was uh, yeah Gordon and Rob were usually the only two that went in, but we had like three or four more people. So thanks a lot for listening and getting submitted. You are all eligible to be given a a, a prize this week. So Terry... How do we want to handle this today? I have to say it, we just had the third iteration of the preserve championships. So I think the third person that we draw is the one that we give this wonderful gift to. All right. Our third, our first number is 28. Our second number is 109. Terry higher or lower than 109. It's lower. Third number is 127. Terry, you're wrong. You're fired from the show. Goodbye. Thank you. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally. Uh, It only took seven years. Uh, Number 127. Let me pull that up. Yeah, that's that sheet. 127 is Jeremy Thibodeau. Jeremy Thibodeau. Supporter at a $3 level. Appreciate you, Thank you, Jeremy. We already have your address out of uh, Kansas, so we'll get that to you. So thank you for being a supporter, Jeremy. 
Yes. Uh, a couple other side notes that could have been brought up hours ago. Uh, it is officially confirmed. Maybe this is your not-so-exclusive info for your fantasy leagues or any other re- weird reasons that you might want to know or legitimate reasons. Kristen Tatar will not be in attendance. That is now official. There was a lingering possibility. Uh, She had made a post saying that her significant other, Silver, had COVID. She did not. She continued to test negative for COVID. Uh, I had reached out to Silver just a few days ago. Silver is on the mend. He's actually feeling better, which is awesome. Uh, He's all good to go. Uh, Kristen continues to be good to go. However, rather than coming here for a very brief uh, period of time and then having to go back, uh, they will not be making the trip. And will not be here, so they'll be at the European Open, and uh, pro- I think Sula as well, but at, for sure at the European Open. And then we'll look forward to having them both back in August, is what uh, they had told me. So, little insider tip, no Silver or Kristen uh, here, which of course is a little unfortunate, well, a lot unfortunate. Um, you know, the number one rated woman in the world. We say it all the time. You can only play against the people that are in front of you. Would you love everyone here? Of course you would. That's a given. However, um, these circumstances are saying otherwise. So, yeah, Kristen, uh, Kristen Tatar not here. But uh, hopefully they continue to be on the mend. Uh, quick well, she, side note: She did me. like a eighteen-hour Reddit AMA the yeah, other day. Yeah, and I, so. I, I'm, I, in all honesty, I thought that was made up i did not at first when i initially like in the very first few moments of seeing and discovering that i'm like that's not her somebody else is is being a jack wagon or whatever and uh apparently in fact it was but at first i did not uh, and i only say that because it it seemed a little off of her brand not that she's not open but it just didn't seem like sure. something what i know of her and I, I think it's awesome i didn't get a chance to go read it um but yeah I, I i will be the first to admit i did not believe it when i first saw it so that's pretty cool that she had done that um as a side note i i think is i don't know if it was officially announced already or not but it has been announced now and i'm going to repeat it the samui swine is going to be taking place next year, and I'm going to put it all in your brains and on your calendars and maps and everything else for now. February of 2023, I believe they're planning the pro weekend for professionals, and I think it's going to be an A tier, is the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of February, and the weekend before is going to be the AM weekend, If I, the weekend before or a few days before. Somewhere in that time frame. First week of February is what you need to know. You're, you're going to probably find me there. And I know... Uh, also trying to find uh, other events that are going to be taking place the week after uh, over on that part of the country, part of the country, part of the world and looking forward to uh, exploring some of that. So I'm going to put it out there because if you keep talking about it enough, eventually you'll find yourself in Thailand where you belong. It's pretty awesome. So looking forward to that. All right, Johnny, you got anything else you need to add here before we, uh, no, I think I we think close this uh, this bad boy down. I, I was hoping it would be a short podcast tonight. So much for that. Oh, we can kind of wrap this up, Terry. Okay. Well, with that, we're going to go ahead and call it. I'd like to thank uh, all of you guys for joining us tonight. All of our Patreon subscribers. We say it all the time. We love you more. And that's because you bribe us. And we do. I mean, we're just being all being honest here. You're clearly better people. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Better looking, better sounding, better acting, better smelling, uh, smelling, all of those things better for us. And we appreciate that for Johnny V and myself, Terry Miller, the disc golf guy. This has been podcast four Oh nines after show. Looking forward to seeing you guys for the USWDGC this week. Uh, looking forward to, uh, so much more live coverage as we're just in the middle of the season. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week when you step inside the smash box.